Welcome to another episode of the Waiver Wire podcast presented by FanDuel. I am your host, Jerry Ferrara, and fortunately, I'm not alone. I'm joined by Jennifer Piacenti. Jen, how are you going into week four? How are you feeling? I'm pretty good. I'm a little bummed about the postponement for Pittsburgh, Tennessee, because it's got me scrambling. You know, when some when a player gets injured, it stinks because you have to go replace that one player. But hopefully you're not overly exposed to that one player and you're, you know, dozen leagues like I play in. But when it's in two entire teams, a little bit more complicated to figure out. And do we have official clarity? Now, this is going to count as their bye week or is their bye week going to be still their typical bye week and they're going to make up this game somehow, some way? Do we have full clarity on this? It seems as though it's going to count as their bye week because Mike Timlin has a quote saying it doesn't matter if we have to play 14 weeks in a row. Um, And certainly a lot of the uh, uh, applications that we play on have called it a bye. So I think we're treating it as a bye. It's definitely not going to count towards your week four points. So that's one thing that's really important to understand. Yeah, you know, we talked about this in our first ever episode where um, because this season is so uncertain and everything going on, you may be forced to make some moves a lot sooner than you would have. And that's what I've been thinking about a lot since this news broke of it. Basically, I'm not saying I'm like holding back, but I might be playing it a little safe like we all do in the first four weeks, trying to see who's working, who's not. Mm-hmm. I think it might be time to start really airing it out, so for lack of a better term, because it, the future really is uncertain with all these teams. You don't know when you could have... I mean, I have James Conner in a league, mm-hmm. and I'm already now... And he was huge for me last week, and now I'm kind of looking at my roster of like, okay, now I have work to do, and I do, already yeah. don't know what to do, Jen. Yeah, it's already going to be an issue because, I mean, the good news is for those of people who have rostered, like, say, Deontay Johnson, it was looking like you're going to have to play without, without him this week. Maybe you'll get an extra week of production from Deontay Johnson. But it's really frustrating. And, you know, I have Derrick Henry in a league that I need to be competitive. And my substitute is going to be literally Frank Gore. I believe because it's You're that not deep playing in the league. Frank Gore. Stop I, I mean, it's either going to be Frank Gore or Latavius Murray. So who should I play? You know, that's not really good options, Jen. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not really good options. But again, 14 team, 14 yeah. team league. Where are you, right? Because Tevin Coleman's injured. He was the other guy I would have in that situation. I have Miles Sanders going to running backs. But like, it's a bummer, right? So it doesn't mean you can't win. You can. I mean, Frank Gore, for God's sakes, who knows what's going to go on tonight? It could go any way whatsoever. So you, you just never know. Well, that's the thing. I, that's the reason why I would maybe not go with Gore because then you're literally losing the opportunity in case someone else becomes available, available or a better start on Sunday. You're, you're just, I just really don't I just don't love locking it in on Thursday night with I don't this. either. That's why Latavius Murray's actually in the spot right now. Um, I think that's a smart move. Now who knows? Look, for, with Frank Gore, you never know. Yeah. He can maybe steal you a touchdown. Maybe come through yeah. with 12, 15 points, which would be good right now. Um, but yeah, that's just a little scary <laughs> right now. But yeah, but I mean, you you know, because when you're in these 14 team 
oh, deep leagues. It's brutal. And that's the kind of option you get. And, and, you know, it's not, it's not the worst, you know, like there's still a lot of other people that can make up points on the team. But, you know, when I heard this news uh, and, and for instance, in our auction league, our waivers already ran, they ran Tuesday night. And on Tuesday we were getting the report. Oh no, it's okay. It's probably going to be Monday or Tuesday thinking it's still going to count to week four. Now I still made a couple of preventative moves, but one thing I didn't bother was going to check all my lineups for like kickers and things like that. I just looked at the big players and now I'm going back and looking. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have the freaking Pittsburgh kicker. And I'm in one of those leagues where it's only waivers. I can't pick someone up again until October 3rd. I can't just, you know, pick someone up off the waiver wire because Fab already ran. So unfortunately, um, I may have misplayed that and gotten a little too, you know, lazy. Don't be lazy like Jen. That's the lesson to be learned. Don't be lazy. Even if you have 12 lineups, even check your kickers. Well, you know, maybe it's perfect time then because I have a situation developing with the, with this newly enforced bye week that maybe you uh-huh. can help me out with because I have yeah. I have James Conner who is definitely going to be starting for me yeah. uh, against Tennessee no matter what. Um, it's the league I'm in with CJ McCollum, which I'm two and one. This is the one I kind of want to win almost as badly as the auction league. Okay. And it's a 12 team. I got, well, you can't win the auction league. You know that. Well, I don't know. You're (laughs) apparently going to finally come back down to the rest of us and lose again. Maybe we'll see. Uh, so I got Dalvin (laughs) cook. I got Kareem hunt now moving up into my starting running backs, which is fine. My flex was going to be either was going to be Hunt because uh, Connor was my starter. So now let's yeah. focus on James Connor being the flex, which I immediately did. So now I can right? look at it from a receiver and running back point. <sighs> it's going to have to be a receiver because my only okay. other running back right now. Oh, that's not true. I have Zach Moss slated in there and okay. he's still not a certainty. I mean, he's right. questionable. I'm sure he'll play, but he didn't play last week. And I can't really afford to not know going in. Um, another kind of uncertainty, DJ Chark, who I could put in at flex. Again, another sort of uncertainty. I love the matchup if he plays. Love the matchup if he plays. And again, that's a, you know, ugh, this is getting really stressful because then I, I think go. Chark is going to play. But do you want to know who I really want to start? Who? Yeah, I do. But it's a Thursday situation and I can't do it oh, for the very no. reason why. I t- Jerry Judy. You can't do it. You know why? He's been battling injuries. Quarterback is going to play. Play is going to be like we've never seen him. I mean, he's a rookie, and then you've got a guy who's never started an NFL game as the quarterback. You just can't do it. I I think you got to go. Jets. It's the Jets. The Jets are. We're talking about the Jets here. But didn't you hear that if Adam Gaze doesn't win this game, he's going to lose his job? So clearly the Jets are going to have to win today to save Adam Gaze's job. Do you think they're showing? You think that they Uh, maybe don't. You think that maybe will work against Gaze and that like like they're they're going to be like, we hate Gaze. We're just going to tank so we can get a new coach. Don't you think like, do you think they're going to get, you know, rise up to the task and play for him? And you're going to be like, ah, let us help you with your bags on the way out the door. I think they might. You're right. That's a really good point. So maybe we should assume the Jets are going to tank this one. Well, Sam Darnold's going to see ghosts. It's going to be a nightmare. Frank Gore is going to trip in all over the field and not get into the end zone. You know, we're taping this Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern. So when a lot of you listen to this, the, you know, the results will be in. And I'm not going to start Jerry Judy for the same reason why I just said to you, it's just too much of a risk, but let the record show. I I have a, a slight thumbs up 
for my guy, Jerry Judy tonight. I just got a good feeling. I think we're going to see some of that time. I think we're going to see a big, a big touchdown. Um, so of those names of Zach Moss and Chark, you think I'm safe. Like one of those guys will be on the field Sunday. Let's hope. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think Chark will be. He's been practicing in full. And Moss has been back at practice too. The thing with Moss is Moss actually has an awesome matchup. And it's kind of a bummer because if you're the Devin Singletary owner, it's actually better if Moss is out because then you can be like, I'm definitely playing Singletary because they're facing the Raiders and they've given up the most points to running backs. This is a cake matchup. I'm going to play him in FanDuel all the way. Not even worried about Josh Allen poaching touchdowns. Once Zach Moss gets back in the equation, well, now I'm kind of tepid on all of them. And Zach Moss is usually the goal line back. So Moss gets a pretty big bump there too. But Chark, we saw that Gardner Minshew didn't do so great without him on the field. And it's not necessarily because Chark has been targeted so much this year. He actually hasn't, but just the threat of Chark being there. And I think that Minshew wants to have him back. It's a great matchup versus Cincinnati. So I think Chark is the play. And as Will told us last week, it's really more because the defender just sat on him. So there's no soft tissue injury. It's just like if he feels good enough to practice, he should feel good enough to play on Sunday. You know, you mentioned uh, FanDuel plays, and we are going to talk about uh, our FanDuel contest, the Waiver Wired podcast, which is uh, the Waiver Wired League, um, which uh, we were in contact. We did not get the official winner. Again, look out for those emails if you do win uh, the week. But we went a little further down the leaderboard, but we do have someone that we're in contact with. So we're going to get some content going. I have the mystery guest. Last week it was me just because I, I, I had a good feeling that I would be defeated. And now I'm going to go back to regularly scheduled programming. I have two guests in mind. Uh, I'm going to talk to him today, mystery guest wise. So uh, this one's going to be a good one because I know who this person's favorite team is. And I don't know how much he's played on FanDuel, but we might see a lot of one team coming at you, which is a good philosophy. And then we can't forget without talking about our Monday night must haves that we called out. You are just on fire this year, Jen, on fire. Uh, I don't know about that, but I got to tell you, I submitted our lineup, Jerry. I used Justin Tucker and I used um, Michael Hardman. And then I put Patrick Mahomes in the MVP spot and I used Lamar Jackson. And my only mistake was using Hollywood Brown. <sighs> I actually won. I won money with our lineup. So we won. What other op? Did you have any other option money wise for Hollywood Brown? Like, could you have done anything to win it? Yeah, or um, probably not, right? Well, I could have. I don't think I could have afforded Tyreek Hill, and that would have really been the only right. person that would. I mean, I maybe if I'd gotten Sammy Watkins, probably right. would have been enough to but get you me made, just you made, over the. Bump. You made money. Yeah, I made money. So I was proud of our lineup and I did, I wouldn't have taken, to be honest, I I wouldn't have taken Justin Tucker. I totally took your advice. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put my money where our mouths are and I'm going to do it. And so I made money. Yeah. And and shout outs to uh, Martin, Jim, everyone at Extra Points who just like basically put it out (laughs) on on their social media, mocking me almost. Uh, Or maybe I was just insecure about my Justin Tucker pick. I felt- I loved it. The tweets were just a little like mockingbird. I just felt felt a little uh, backhandedness, but that's okay. Justin Tucker kind of came through. Uh, he did come we'll, through. We'll get he you was some one more. of the top scoring players. He really was. Yeah, our Monday it. night picks will be in with the Monday show. Um, so something else just happened. And before we get into the FanDuel stuff, uh, 
There was a trade in that in that league that I've been talking about making a trade, the the one with the football player who I will not name. Now the football player was not a part of this trade and neither was I. And it kind of happened again. This is like the problem of being on East Coast because all these guys are West Coast, came in, in in the late hours. And I think on the surface, it's not a shady trade. I do think we have voting power, although the trade went through, but now I think we have time to vote. Although I think it needs to be done before the Thursday game. So I am before I discuss what the actual teams have, here's the trade. Hold on. Let me pull this up. Recent activity. Okay. I can't wait to see what time that this actually happened. Hold on. Okay. 1.09 a.m. Pacific time. So 4.09 for me. I had no shot. So <laughs> uh, we'll call them team A and B. So uh, team A sent Austin Eckler to team B for James Conner, who is not playing this week, and okay. Jonu Smith, who is not playing this week. So, and team one, A, who traded Austin Eckler and received Connor and Smith, is 3-0, uh -huh. defending uh -huh. champion, uh -huh. also has McCaffrey waiting on IR on the bench, uh -huh. and also is able, he kept McCaffrey and his other keeper, Kamara. Wow. So he is going to have Kamara, McCaffrey, Connor. He could afford, the point is, is I'm looking at this trade. Eckler, let's just, let's just call it. Is Eckler slightly underperforming? He's not playing terrible. The Chargers have issues. New quarterback, Terod Taylor, everything that's gone on. He's been fine, but it wasn't like the elite level fantasy numbers that we were hoping for. Um, James Conner's been great. Jonu Smith's mm -hmm. been really great. And he mm -hmm. can afford to wait. What do you think of that deal? Two players who just miraculously are on bye for a, a, a starter. So I was actually going to say in our episode today that I think one really power play to do is for people to go out and pick up people that are on bye now this week because everyone's so panicked. And I was going to tell people to put in claims for Chase Claypool. Yeah, um, that or happened. just try to pick him up for free. But I can't imagine, I mean, good for him for doing it. I don't think you can say it's unfair because some people think Austin Eckler and Austin Eckler had an absolute incredible, incredible game last week. And if it continues that way with Justin Herbert, we're see he's is going to out target Joshua Kelly by a lot, uh, depending on game script. So it's not unfair, but yeah, there's no question. I'd rather have the Connor and Johnny Smith side, even with the Connor injury risk, especially in a keeper league. James Connor's really young. And this is what I also don't get. So he traded for he got he's getting Johnu Smith and James Conner. Yeah. He has Zach Ertz, so Johnu Smith might wow. not even. Why does he even need Johnu? Yeah, I don't. I I, it, I don't know. I just don't like it because what if they do a quick trade back? What if this is like like are, is this is there any possible cahooting going on? I don't think so. I think that's just a smarter owner taking advantage of. Someone so I should I should approve this. I, I I don't know. Also, too, I and I'm just grumpy this year. I don't know why. Maybe it's because like you know we didn't have live drafts or whatever. I just yeah. want to reject everyone's trade except yeah. my own. Uh, and I mean, then my trades are fair and theirs are terrible. Yeah. Why am I why am I grumpy? 
I mean, I don't think it's that it's unfair. I do think that one side got the better end of it, but I don't think it's like lopsided in such a way that you can really say that there's collusion because it, it's well, still Austin Eckler is a great player. And let if me, you believe in Austin Eckler. I'm going to pull up team B. And remember, James Conner injury history. Somebody may just not want to deal with that. Like you said, I hate hearing James Conner went to the locker room. He may just be tired of dealing with that. So the player who received Eckler... Mm-hmm. His running backs, he has Joe Mixon, fine. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's why he's desperate. Well, oh yeah, he has, <laughs> he has Jarek McKinnon that he's starting. Uh, so no. I guess then Eckler will go into the Gerald McKinnon spot. That's his, right. His running backs on his bench, he only has Ronald Jones. So I guess he, but again, he, he, he traded Connor. He well, had Connor. I mean, he traded Connor because he's freaked out because he can't start Connor this week and he needs to win this week is my guess. And this is a perfect example of somebody in a power position, not necessarily taking advantage of being smart to say, hey, you're panicked during a bye week. I'm already in the lead. I can take this uh, off your hands and make it easy for you. And it's kind of being smart and targeting a panicky other owner. And um, I don't know. It's so I should, I should I target someone? Oh, totally should. 100%. The, football, the football player has Derrick Henry. Go target him. Remember? Yeah. Let's now's pull the up time. this team. Okay, Jen. I like where this is going, Jen. I like, I love where this is going. Hold yeah. on. Let's pull up his team. He's desperate right now. Should I try to get Derrick yep. Henry from him? Yeah. For Devontae? Oh. Yep. Should I move Devontae? I don't know. I mean, I love Devonte. I love the way Rogers is playing, but he wants Devonte really badly. Who are your other running? Okay, backs? hold on. Let's go down his got? roster. Okay. Okay. He has. Well, he's fine with Matt Ryan. His running backs. He has David Johnson, who he wanted to give me, who's coming off. I mean, I do think the Texans are going to start rolling now after that horrific yeah, schedule. They're going to have a good but, game um, this week. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't really do a whole. He, he was fine. He didn't do a whole lot last week. Uh, David Johnson, Mostert, who I guess is close to coming back, might be coming yeah, back. Derrick Henry, who he's not playing with. He's Devonta Freeman. I know how that is because uh, I have him in auction. And Malcolm Brown, which is another we talked about that we talk about the Rams yeah. three-headed coin all the time. I don't think he can afford to give you Derrick Henry for Devonte Adams. No, but let's see. Do I? Do I? Let me see if I have any other sneaky. I can't give him Josh Jacobs, obviously. Mm-hmm. I have Singletary. Should I try to, you know what? Oh, oh Package oh. Singletary and Adams. Mike Davis, who's only going to be relevant yes. probably for another two or three weeks. Maybe Daryl Henderson, who I think is the safer play at this point than uh-huh. Malcolm Brown. Yeah, I picked right up Brian Hill, which is my sneaky good pick pickup for the week. Not for starting purposes, but just for a little depth. I think Brian Hill's a good pick up insurance yeah um yeah i guess i don't have enough either at running back to to get him oh that'd be so good if i could package like Devontae adams mike davis and i'll try throw, throw something in for henry and i'll literally take his kicker it doesn't hurt to try it i don't think that's insulting hold on i'm texting him right now keep talking let's just see uh yeah. hopefully he's not at practice because again football player not to be named <laughs> okay so we already know he's not a titan and i think he's one and two <laughs> all right yeah shout out it's not a titan yeah, or a not stealer. a titan I'll give you that or a stealer much. obviously so we're good so we've narrowed it down there's only hundreds and hundreds of others it could be 
<laughs> interesting. So it's interesting to me, though, that a football player wants Devontae Adams that badly. That means he believes Devontae Adams is going to be fine and that Devontae Adams really, really is elite. Uh, yeah, but um, I really should have sold high. I don't think so. I think you're fine. Or, you know what? Let me ask you this. Because yeah. Mostert is questionable. Yes. Right? And he, there's a yes. good chance he doesn't play this week. Should yes. I target Mostert and maybe try to make a bigger deal out of it? Let's see. Yes, Hayden Hurst. I could maybe get Hunt back and literally throw him. I could maybe do like a Mostert Hunt for Adams and like a bag of chips. I don't know if I, I don't know. Well, he has Kareem Brown's Hunt. over is, under this week, by the way. And we're going to talk oh, about yeah, they're this, gonna be good this week. Browns against your Cowboy. I mean, it's just must play all day. That all over day. under is all 56 day. and a half high of the week. I believe we're going to talk uh, about a lot of them in FanDuel. That's for sure. We are. I have 55 and a half. Has it moved the needle to 56 and a half? Wow. That's, so you wouldn't do a smaller deal that that because he could probably make sense of that because then he's still he's still running Derrick Henry, David Johnson. Wait, who Johnson. are your other receivers? Okay, my other receivers. So Devonte, like I said, Cooper Cup coming off an awesome week. Oh, Great he's going to have another good week. game this week. By the way, you're starting um, Cooper Cup. It gets a little thin here. I I love Robbie Anderson. I'm sitting him this week. I've started him both weeks. Uh, I start in week two and week three, and I'm one and one. I love Robbie Anderson as like a second receiver. I think he's a total wild card, but I believe he's one of the players I just wanted to have on my team this year. My Christian Kirk experiment is gone terribly wrong, and maybe that pans out in the back end. Awful right now. Henry Ruggs, who is doubtful to play this week, but a long-term yeah. play. And then I, I, I thought I picked up Bird from the Patriots thinking that maybe he'll start getting some looks, but that's not so, really a viable option. Um, so I'm thin. Why aren't you starting Robbie Anderson this week? Just because um, you don't have room? Well, it's basically going to boil down to, of these three, I could start two of these three. Got Mike it. Davis, Devin Singletary, Robbie Anderson. Got it. Because like if Devontae Robbie plays. Robbie Anderson this week. Right. Basically, Robbie Anderson would play, though, if Devontae Adams were out. Okay, then that makes sense. I like that plan. That's a good plan. Hmm. Hmm. All right, well, I texted him. I just wrote, uh, give me Henry. I will help you out this week. You're screwed. <laughs> That's what I texted him. <laughs> All right, well, let's see what he says. Hopefully, he'll text you back before this is over. But do you think Mostert is someone worthy of targeting? I like Mostert a lot, um, but it's still a lot of people in that backfield. However, now that Tevin Coleman's out, it's fairly obvious, I think, Tevin Coleman will be, I mean, sorry, Raheem Mostert will be the lead guy in that offense. I mean, for me, he's a, yeah, he's targetable. And Kareem Hunt, for sure. Oh, for, I, I love Hunt. He, I, especially I, this week. I love Hunt in fantasy. Like, I, I, I was lucky. I, I got him in one league, and I would be fine having him in two. We talked last week about both Browns running backs being worthy of a start. Something else to pay attention to, though. Alshon Jeffrey, not going to play, but practicing, limited, getting closer. It's looking more and more like that week six situation might happen. Again, I, this is a total flyer uh, trade bait situation. Uh, keep an eye on that. I think you almost have to give Burkhead another crack at it here coming off that week. I don't think he's going to score 34 points. But I think you got to give Burkhead, unless you're, de you know, unless you're stacked. I think Burkhead plays this week. What do you think? 
Yeah, I think Burkhead plays this week. The issue for me is just that the Kansas City defense, people aren't giving them enough credit for how good they are. Look how much they stopped the run last week against Baltimore, an incredible running team. So for me, I wouldn't have high expectations. But yeah, I think it probably will be Rex Burkhead that, you know, does get into the end zone if someone does. Still a little worried about Cam Newton poaching touchdowns. And there is still Sonny Michelle. So he would not be as strong of a start for me this week as he was last week. Because I think one thing we have to start admitting is Kansas City actually has a pretty good defense too. They're not just offense anymore. Yeah, um, I agree. That yeah, that defense is just good. It's it's been trending that way anyway. But I just think it's official. Like you can't ignore yeah. that team. And then something else I've I don't think I could ignore anymore. Although Breeze was was Drew Breeze was fine in in that last game. He was fine. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it wasn't wasn't great, wasn't bad. It, it really does look painfully obvious that he's not, an, or maybe it's just because Michael Thomas isn't there, who knows, but yeah. he is not throwing down the field. But it's still pretty great stat line. 288, three touchdowns, uh, zero interceptions, completed 80% of his passes because he's literally throwing the ball four and a half yards. What I'm asking you now is my thing that I called out earlier with Drew Brees, is it time to let Joe Burrow eat. He's sitting there on the bench. He's getting better and better every single week. Is it time to bench Drew Brees going against the Lions this week? Joe Burrow against the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's a really, really tough call. And I would say if Michael Thomas doesn't start, then definitely start Joe Burrow. Michael Thomas starts, it's a little trickier for me, but I do love that burrow Minshew matchup. I think that's going to be a game with a lot of points, um, or at least maybe not a lot of points, but a fair amount of points and a lot of fun for your fantasy teams. So, you know, it's a tough call. Like Drew Brees definitely call. seems safer, but I do yeah. think it's a lot better of a time if Joe Burrow is dealing and you started him, I think it's a lot better of a time. Much higher ceiling for Joe Burrow, I think, than Drew Brees Uh, this week. I think I'm going to start Joe Burrow. Um, Do it. Lastly, and then we're going to take a quick break and talk about our FanDuel lineups. Um, Of these kind of hotter commodity waiver wire pickups that that happened, at least I saw across a lot of season longs this year, who do you think is actually a playable asset right now? And we just talked about Joe Burrow. You now can no longer talk about Joe Burrow without talking about T. Higgins. T. Higgins, Andy Isabella, formerly known as Christian Kirk, who's getting all the (laughs) Christian Kirk looks. And Greg Ward, I mean, I I would not feel good about starting Greg Ward, but he's certainly, he's getting targeted. It's all they have. Philly's got their back against the wall. They need something to happen. Of those three, which I believe were all guys who were picked up if they weren't already on the team were picked up this week. Who do you like? I think I would start with T Higgins. He's my number one. And then I would go if DeAndre Hopkins doesn't play, which it's now looking like he might not, he didn't practice today. Then you have Scary. to get Isabella yeah. and then Greg Ward last. And the thing is Greg Ward might have the most opportunity of all of them because he's, he's got probably going to get the lion's share of the targets right after Zach Ertz. But unfortunately he doesn't have the best quarterback. And whenever I have tough decisions to make, 
I always lean towards whoever has the better quarterback. Yeah, and matchup. I like the matchup as well. Also, Chase Claypool is definitely someone that was picked up across all leagues if he wasn't already drafted. And obviously, we know the situation with that. Um, all right, I think it's time to hit some FanDuel lineups. All right, before we do that, we're going to take a quick break and talk to you about FanDuel. Waiver Wired is proud to be presented by FanDuel Fantasy. Week four of NFL is coming up and we are entering our fantasy lineups on FanDuel. Never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great. FanDuel is offering users the chance to play for free this NFL season. No deposit required. And this year, FanDuel is now offering daily snake drafts. Snake drafts are the simplest way to try daily fantasy. Draft live, just like season-long fantasy, but with winners every game day. The best of seasonal drafting with DFS all in one. Here's how it works. Find a daily snake draft, draft your team live, and the draft starts as soon as the contest fills. You and your opponents will draft six players in a six-round draft with 30 seconds per pick. Unlike other FanDuel contests, there is no salary cap. Jen, why are you excited for the daily snake drafts? Because it combines the best part of fantasy football, the draft with the other best part of fantasy football, winning money. I mean, what's better than that? Just sign up and FanDuel will give you a free entry to a contest each week of the football season where you can win real prizes. Plus, for those folks who want to deposit, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Go to FanDuel.com slash WaverWired or download the FanDuel Fantasy app to play now. That's FanDuel.com slash WaverWired. FanDuel, more ways to win. All right, welcome back. I guess there's no better way to segue into some of our FanDuel picks of this week than after that. Uh, Jim, we're going into week four. I am gaining a little bit of traction in our waiver wired contest. You've been pretty solid all year long. I've been horrendous up until week three. Uh, we have so far, we have one person in our week 16 tournament of champions coming and qualifying <laughs> with another head to head happening this week. But in order to get to that, you have to get past all of us in the waiver wire contest. So I got a roster in here. Okay. I'm going to tell you what I like, and I'm going to tell you what I'm concerned about, and then I want to hear yours, and then we should okay. hit some of the, the later games, and even if it's the Sunday Million or whatever, we should hit, because there's a lot of great for... We cannot talk about FanDuel without talking about the Cowboy-Brown matchup, so we have to do some of the... So we have to do some of the 4 o'clock games. So... Yeah. In looking at the over-unders, which is a nice little trick that you taught me to really look forward mm -hmm. to. Uh, the highest over under the week, as I mentioned earlier, Browns, Cowboys, 56 mm -hmm. and a half. Now, yep. before I get to that, there's another game that the over under is 49 and a half. So that's not one of the higher ones. There's plenty more that are in the 50s, but I like the Jags-Bengals matchup. I think it might be sloppy. I think there might be some turnovers in there, but I like it offensively. I built a team around Joe Burrow, who, like I said, uh -huh. when we used to get him in week one for 6,800, he's now 7,400. So he has, in fact, increased as we predicted. I paired him with Tyler Boyd because for $6,000, Tyler Boyd will allow you to build a pretty great roster because I think he's outperforming a $6,000 value. What do you think? Um, 
I'm a hundred percent in on Tyler Boyd. He's also in my lineup and I was considering making him my fan duel pick of the week. In fact, so wow. uh, yeah, I'm all in on Tyler Boyd. Okay. Well, since you mentioned FanDuel pick of the week, I have my pick of the week. Uh huh. I don't think anyone's going to really like how mm. I went about this. And also someone wrote to me on Twitter with like the thanks for the Deshaun Jackson pick. I oh, started, listen, get used to that. He got that's hurt. Happen. Exactly. He left the game. I, I know if he I played know. all four quarters and that was his points, then yeah, I get it. It was a terrible pick. It still isn't a good pick because he got hurt, but Come on, don't come at me with an injury. You'll have plenty of time yep. to call me out for bad picks. We don't need to throw injuries into the mix. Right. Trust me. Exactly. Um, my my sneaky pick of the week. Okay. Although I think he's a tad bit, I think he's like fairly priced to like slightly underpriced this week, but um it's a risk. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. I like Gronk. Yeah. I like Gronk. Few- I like, his, I like his quote <laughs> saying, I'm here to block. They brought me here to, I think he's trolling Brady. I like Gronk. I'm not saying he's going to go off and have a like a vintage Gronk performance. I like a sneaky four catches for 35 yards and two touchdowns. I like Gronk this week. With no Godwin, possibly. You're not the only one. There's a few fantasy uh, experts out there that are also liking Gronk this week. I, however- really? I'm not one of them. I came no, to that all on no. my own. I did not you think did. I'd have anything I in common that you with experts. Did. But there's one or two that are also saying, hey, this is not the week to sleep on Gronk. I'm putting Gronk to sleep forever. Like, <sighs> I'm done. I-, I can't anymore. No, he Ouch. is there to block. I don't buy it. He looks like he's running with a piano on his back. I don't. It's just, it's not there. And the new favorite guy for Tom Brady is Mike Evans as far as, you know, getting in the end zone. So I don't, yeah, no, I can't. However, I will not, I will not fault you for playing him. I absolutely could be wrong. Uh, and you're right. It's, it's a well, high upside, you know, it's, it, it, it's a shot. I'm looking at Godwin doubtful, mm-hmm. but who knows Might play, mm-hmm. uh, Scotty Miller, who very well might be Brady's favorite target for all we know at this he point was good uh, last week, he's yeah. questionable. He'll probably gut it out. I think it's mm-hmm. another annoying hamstring thing. Mike Evans is working on coming off that hamstring thing, but he seems to be okay. I just think this might be a week where the, the bucks run the ball and maybe don't air it out. They should be in control of that game. I mean, they're playing the chargers. I just think that Gronk, no Ingram. I think Gronk poses a little bit of a problem. What do you think about uh, Ronald Jones as a sneaky play then? Because uh, Leonard Fournette hasn't been practicing. So I think maybe Ronald that's jo- also a sneaky play. I think it's a sneaky play. And that over under, do I even have it here? No, it did not it's, make my it's top. It's low, 43.5. Yeah, see, I just don't know if there's a lot of room to spread it out. That's what yeah. I mean. I think this might be uh, kind of like a almost Patriots version maybe mm-hmm. of the Bucks. Where it's like a you know twenty four to thirteen yeah. or whatever seventeen victory close game, yeah. but they were in control the whole time. I'm I'm sticking with Gronk, but Ronald Jones I wouldn't sleep on either. I love I I just like everything Tampa right now offensively. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, so we got Burrow, we got Boyd, we got Gronk. What that allowed me to do with those prices, then I said mm-hmm. I have to obviously, like I'm sure you will, I have to get a piece of this Browns Cowboys game. Um. And I took a big chunk out of it. I got Nick Chubb, eighty three hundred. Okay. That's my big. That's not even my big ticket item though. With that earlier lineup, I got Chubb and I got I got Zeke. I think this is really could be. I know we all we, we got Dak, we got Odell, we got all those receivers in in Dallas. I get it, 
this might be Zeke versus Chubb week. I think Zeke is not the strongest play this week because I think the Browns have a sneaky run defense. Really? I think if you actually look at it, that the Browns give up not so many points to the run game. They give up all their points in the air. Well, so, let's, I mean, Zeke, but I'm not using him. I, I mean, could we factor? I mean, week one, was it? No, who when they played the Bengals, that Bengal game. I mean, the Bengals yeah, don't have the most vaunted running. I mean, Mixon's good. Mm-hmm. I think it's less about Mixon and more about the offensive line. You know, they got their they got their asses kicked by the Ravens, which a lot of teams do. And the Ravens right. didn't, I mean, right. that game was over before it started. They was, right. you know, I don't know. I'm I we we're actually disagreeing for one of the few yeah, times on the podcast. Okay. I think Zeke's and, and a good player. It's over my player. I love Zeke. Don't get me wrong. I'm just not playing in my Fanduel lineups. So I'm, uh, saying, I'm keep, playing him in my seasonals. Don't get don't get me wrong. Keeping with that, I think uh, it's really a crapshoot with all Cowboy receivers. I do think though you have to play one of them. Whether you want to go Gallup, you want to go Amari Cooper, or you want to go Ceedee Lamb. I went Ceedee Lamb again for the money part of it. Fifty six hundred dollars for Ceedee Lamb. I think that's great value. Now, granted, it is. he could have forty yards because those other guys have three hundred yards receiving combined. But I, I think you got to have a, a share of one of these wide receivers, and I just like the flyer with the price. Um, in sticking with that, I mean, I got the Ravens defense. I think that's really the only defense you could maybe count on. I think everything else is going to be you're throwing a dart at the mm-hmm. at the dartboard. Someone's going to get hot and score a touchdown defensively and be a thing. But I didn't see anything defensively, uh, unless you really want to go Rams against the Giants. But that's not qualified here in the one o'clock games. Right. Um, so I got CD. I I probably am going Tyler Lockett a week too late. But I don't. It really does seem like. And I know this isn't true, but it really seems like Pete Carroll's like, we're, we're getting Russ an MVP award this year. Yeah. So you might think uh, I might have missed the boat on Lockett. He had his big week last week. I think it's going to be a lot more of that coming. I think we're looking at a throwing team now, especially Carson's a little banged up. So I like Lockett again at 7,500. Off of your recommendation uh, in season long, I took a share of Gaskin. Ah, Think fifty four hundred. Okay. You know the Seahawk Very Dolphin. Seahawk yeah. Dolphin over under fifty four. Thought that was a little high, not for the Seahawks necessarily. Maybe more so for the Dolphins. Fifty four on the over under, but I thought that was worth a shot for fifty four hundred dollars. And that's my team. We got Joe Burrow, Nick Chubb, Zeke, Gaskin, Tyler Boyd, C.D. Lamb, Lockett, and my my pick of the week. My my must have. Gronk, it's time. Oh, I love it. Okay, so we actually have a lot in common. And, okay. and I have I have my lineup in already, which I think I'm still going to tinker with a little bit. Um, but I also have Tyler Boyd, as I said. I also have the Ravens defense, and I also have Tyler Lockett. So we are definitely thinking along the same lines there. And when I started to build this lineup, I actually started to build it off Ryan Fitzpatrick because people may not realize did you almost have the same thought? I thought, listen, I thought I, about it too. I almost start Ryan Fitzpatrick every week in FanDuel. He's in a lineup <laughs> yeah, at some point that I right? swap him out for. He's so I fun. Mean, he's so fun. In the last two weeks, he scored 24 fantasy points in a row. Um, so he's got to throw this week. And this is why Seattle has given up the most points to the wide receiver position so far this year and not by a small margin, like a lot more than Dallas has a lot more than Atlanta has. And that's saying something that means their secondary 
stinks. So I'm thinking Ryan Fitzpatrick at 7,100, that's what I'm going to do. So I started building it that way. And when I started to do that, I said, oh, I'm going to play Devontae Parker, 6,500, because I looked at who his cornerback was that we'll be matching up with, and he's got an advantage. He's a better player. Last week, he was kind of gimpy, still went for 59 yards. Like I think he's about to to hit his stride. And then I decided to play Gesicki as well for the same reason. But wow, you're heavy dolphins. I love it. You're heavy <laughs> dolphins. Crazy. It's a crazy. And then I thought, well, I got to get a piece of this Jacksonville Cincinnati game. So my head's in the same place. But for me, it was James Robinson, only $6,600. And this kid is so good. Two touchdowns in prime time, cut all six of his targets. So good. So I went there. Then I went, and this is somebody everybody's down on, and I understand why. But when you look at that matchup, if he doesn't get right this game, you guys can get PO'd and start putting him on your trade block. Kenyon Drake versus Carolina. They gave up two touchdowns to Josh Jacobs. They get, I mean, they've just been giving away rushing touchdowns. Look at what happened to Austin Eckler last week. Total resurgence because he faced the Panthers, right? So I'm putting Kenyon Drake here, only 7,000. Tyler Lockett, Devonta Parker, Tyler Boyd, wow. double Tyler's. And then I went Robbie Anderson. I love, you know, Robbie's my guy. I know he's your guy and I have him in a few leagues and I haven't played him in seasonal because I just haven't been, I've had better, I thought options, but this week I thought so fun in the Arizona game, especially if Hopkins plays. And I think they'll be throwing the ball a lot. Also a really high game total. That's where I went. I might mess with it a little bit, but going back to this, remember I told you I started with Ryan Fitzpatrick. I ended up having so much money left. (laughs) I put in Russell Wilson. Wow. So you, you benched Fitz magic for Russ for, for because the league MVP, so Russell money. Wilson. Yeah. But I'm keeping, so now it's Wilson and Lockett are the only two paired up, but I'm keeping Parker and Gesicki. I think though I might switch Gesicki to Hawkinson because he has such a good mac- matchup and then consider upgrading Robbie Anderson. Those are the tinkers I'm going to make, but I'm keeping the Ravens. I'm keeping Tyler Boyd and I, I'm keeping Robinson. I'm keeping Drake. And I think I'm keeping I think it's even Russ, right? A uh, couple things that I enjoyed about. First of all, James Robinson, sixty six hundred dollars. I, I know. I, I don't really understand why that's happening. Um, that's why I said Tyler Boyd might be my pick of the week because it's a tie between those two. Yeah, those right? are. Uh, that's a good team. I like that. I, I almost. You're gonna hate me for this though. I I almost like that team with Fitz only because. I know. That, I really do think that you might be the only one with that lineup. That you know, I always right. I try to get the unique lineup in there, one that I know is is safe and has chance upside. But also, I don't really think anyone will have this kind of a lineup. Um, but we'll see. Listen, Russ is you're definitely not slumming it when you put in the MVP of the first three yeah. weeks of the season. And that's season. the thing. I never intended to, but I just had so much money left over and I still felt so good about everybody I played. And I was like, well, let's just go back to the same game. And Russell Wilson averaging 34 points per game so far in FanDuel. Okay. Two things that involve some of your plays. First of all, Robbie Anderson was a player I always loved watching on the Jets, but he was on the Jets. I could never right. publicly say that I like Robbie Anderson. Uh, <laughs> and it, I'm just always rooting against them. I, I think he is also thrilled. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know Robbie Anderson. Yeah. Never met the man. I think he's happy not to be with the Jets right now. I think he's happy that he's got Teddy Two Gloves as his quarterback. Yeah. But I will say, as for, on, your, on, your, on your Drake pick, 
and this is this is some real stupid analytics I'm going to give you, but mm-hmm. I haven't played Madden in 12 years, right? I've been turned off by the game Madden. I, it's real bad. Uh, every now and then, though, I have to avenge a loss. I had a loss last year in Madden that I wasn't prepared for against Smitty from Barstool, right? I challenged him last night to a, to a rematch, and we streamed it on Twitch, right? Mm-hmm. I wanted to get, I wanted to avenge my loss, okay? I just mm-hmm. felt terrible about it. We did random team picks, and the matchup was Panthers, Jets. Mm-hmm. Not a barn, uh, but it sounds like a Thursday night game, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, let me just say, and we we did it without injuries and stuff. Le'Veon Bell, sure, he was the Jets. I was the Panthers. He shredded me with Le'Veon Bell because that Panthers run defense was it's terrible. So bad. I couldn't stop it. I blitzed. I played Tampa. I did everything I could to stop it. I could not stop. I'm going to talk about Le'Veon Bell. So I do think that Drake, I, I just, I just like, I get it. I like what you're saying. Yeah. That's where I'm coming from. So we'll see. I, I think I'm going to stick with Russ, but I might tinker and put Fitz back in. I mean, it's so crazy though. Cause you're right. I built this based on using Fitzpatrick and I just didn't need the salary. Now I always tell people, <laughs> don't freak out. If you leave money on the table, if you really like your team, don't get fooled into second guessing yourself, but I always do. It- Second guessing yourself when it's the MVP. Why I mean, is it that you you know that's that tells a lot about you as a person, right? And Damashek actually, when he tweeted last week with his lineup, he was bragging that like he left like twelve, thirteen hundred dollars on the table. <laughs> right. He was like bragging, yeah. like, this is gonna be so offensive to you when I win and I still have thirteen. Why do we feel the need to use I know. all the why do our money? Is that like a trick? I just is that like a I mind trick? I think it is because we're like, oh, but how can I still have money left over? I must not have gotten the best players because I should have spent my money. And that's true when you're in an auction league. You're in an right. auction league. If you leave money spend on the table, money. you did waste money. You should yes. spend your money. But not, but not necessarily this. in FanDuel because you know what? It may be hard to believe, guys, but FanDuel's trying to win the money too. So you got you to follow your heart. I have a challenge that I'm going to try this weekend. And I'm, I think I'm going to try it in the Sunday million. Cause I always put like two or three teams in like that Sunday million. And I want to talk about mm-hmm. this one lineup I have in there. I am going to put in, and I'm not, I'm not recommending anyone do this. This is more for data. This is for us. This is a little experiment that I am willing to do. Take my $4 and 44 cents in entry fees for the million and throw a team in there where my goal will be. I want to leave a thousand dollars on the table. That's going to be my goal okay. when I make the team. I'm going to make a team pretty much. What's your what's your salary cap again when you start? I don't even what's the exact number? Um, I'm not 30? sure. 100 Whatever it is, my goal will be to leave $1000 in the bank on this lineup to just put that theory to the test yeah. of I still fi- have 500 remaining with this lineup, so 500 I get it. Like, yeah, that's still too much. I would upgrade like a defense usually or whatever, but like a thousand, no one's really leaving a thousand on the table. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try that out. Um, I don't have that lineup ready for you, but here's my Sunday million lineup. And I want to just, cause I want to incorporate, you know, a little bit of the four o'clock. Cause I think we don't talk about defenses enough. Really the start is it. The Rams defense, and you know, I hate to go against my Giants, but $4,800, I just think that, you know, if anything, we're going to see a whole lot of sacks. And I do think we might see a defensive touchdown, odds are, from the Rams. Uh, the Giants side of me hopes not, but I do think that's coming. Um, 
I put in a, a Sunday Million team. Again, Nick Chubb is my guy. I don't want to make him my feature player to watch because that's easy. But I have Chubb in there. I have with you. I have James Robinson. Uh, I got Dak. I have never. I have not started Dak Prescott in any FanDuel lineups yet this year. So I have, and I won them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have to get on. And I paired him with Gallup. In sticking with that theory, I, so I like that. I have shares of two Cowboy receivers. I also have a sneaky feeling. Okay, hear me out. I'm not suggesting, oh, this is my, my, this is a little, he at this point is sleeperish to me. Okay. And I love the matchup. Odell. OBJ. Okay, so I agree. I love the OBJ, matchup. This week is the week to play him. Again, as I said earlier, like Dallas giving up the second most points to wide receivers. I think it should be a good week for Baker. It should be a good week for OBJ. It could be a sneaky week for Jarvis Landry. And you never compliment Baker Mayfield. Ever. Never. never. But so I we got have to tell. And you know who else is, could be sneaky good this week? Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper. Yeah. I oh, So I, I went with Schultz instead. So to clarify yeah, again, Dak Prescott. Even better. That's an even better pick. Dak Prescott, Nick Chubb, James Robinson, Gallup, Beckham for $6,600 yep. as well. It's not yep. even like you're, we've all gotten used to like, wow, I got Beckham in the lineup for 8,100 and he's got four catches for four, $6,600. We're starting to get some real value on Beckham now. I was able to plug in Mike, Mike Evans with this lineup in case my Gronk theory is just way off, which is totally possible. And it's the Brady Evans show. I do have uh -huh. a share of Evans, so I'm kind of hedging. Like I mentioned, Dalton uh, Schultz and the Rams defense. And a guy who I have in seasonal, who I no longer think you could ignore as a bona fide, I don't know what, I don't want to say top five, but maybe top seven okay. receiver, Stefan Diggs. Yeah, he's getting I don't, I, I, this whole Josh Allen not accurate thing, I think it's over. Yeah, I think it's over too. And I think he loves Stefan Diggs. And if you look, Stefan Diggs has the most air yards so far for Buffalo this year. And his matchup, I went and looked at his defender this week. You like the matchup. Love it. And for Love some it. reason, I think Diggs is a top seven or eight receiver in this league. I, I've always been a fan of his, but he was only only known really as like a deep vertical threat or whatever. And he made that famous play, you know, right. but... I don't know. He's been so steady for me in season long, and he's really been a rock for that Bills offense, which is great at this point. And they don't it necessarily is. have, you know, the monsters of the midway rolling in this week when they're going to Vegas. I, I think Diggs at 7,000 has to be in your lineup somewhere. Here I got him at flex. Yeah, two players that I was low on because of where they went that I probably am already wrong. Robbie Anderson and Stefan Diggs. If they keep playing like this, I was like, eh, I'm avoiding them because of the offenses they're joining because of the quarterbacks they're working with. Wrong. Yeah. If it continues and, like this, dead wrong. <laughs> and again, if you haven't gotten your lineups in, that league usually does fill, that contest fills up pretty quickly come like Saturday morning. So that's fanduel.com slash waiver wired. Uh, I'll take you right there. Get your lineup in. If you win, or at least the way it's going this year, place in the top three, you have a chance at going one-on-one -on -one against a mystery guest of my choice. If you win that, you're on to the Tournament of Champions in Week 16 where you are playing for some cash, which I really want that ticket. I want, I just, I want it. It would validate this whole podcast if one of us gets it. Yeah, I think one of us has got to get it. I, I, feel, I feel like it's going to happen, Jerry. We're going to do it. And, um... 
Have you looked yet at when you and I go head to head? Have you looked in our auction draft? Have you looked at this? I have not actually looked at future matchups. I just look You're so one busy. week at a time and um, no, <laughs> you just, don't look ahead. I love it. I love it. I don't. I don't look ahead, which is probably poor. I should probably already be targeting trades with people that I want to, you know, mess well, with, I'm, but I haven't. I'm trying. Let's see. How do I even look for? I don't even know how to. Okay, All let's matchups. see. Uh, who are you I'm, playing I'm go, Okay. Oh my gosh. This is Ooh, not happening for fight. Oh my. Wow. Jen. Okay. Yeah. I found it. Uh, week 10. Ooh. We're matching up week 10. I could already, we're going to have a real quick look ahead. I got Tom Brady versus the Panthers, Diggs versus the Cardinals, Evans versus the Panthers. Oh, you're getting Zeke Elliott on the bye. Oh, you're so lucky. You're so lucky. You're facing me with, oh, and Travis Kelsey's on bye. You know what? This... Right wow, now, you want to just hand me the trophy now? Right I just now, won the league. you are projected. We're looking ahead to week 10. You are projected <laughs> to win. Now I have two players yeah. on by right now. We can obviously right move things around. You're yeah. projected to win 127 to 81 right now. <laughs> yeah. It'll change between now and then. We'll oh, you got Pittsburgh playing the Bengals. Will Fuller <sighs> against the Browns. Yes, oh, that's going to be funny, baby. God, money, you... money. Will Fuller's going to be money this week, I hope. I wish I could bet on you right now in a futures bet <laughs> in this week 10. Oh, God, you're going to destroy me week 10. Well, that's good to know. So at least you know you have one more win coming to you. Um, anything else before we wrap up? Anything else we should uh, we should look for? No, I don't think so. I mean, I think this is going to be a fun week. I'm excited to see Houston and Minnesota, two 0-3 teams. Somebody's going to have to win, right? I guess they could tie. Yeah, that might be like win. a loser leaves town kind of but thing, right? It like, could be. Uh, but man, so that that should be a fun game to watch. Somebody's gonna no longer be um defeated. Someone will be a winner. And yeah, oh other gosh. than that, you know, just hanging in there, right? Okay, who's better? We'll end with this right now. Okay. Yeah, you 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 have to win this bet okay. in order to secure, let's just say, a massive financial windfall. Okay. 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 And it's on a neutral field. Okay, neutral field. And the injuries are what they are right now. Okay. Giants versus Jets on a neutral field. Who's winning that matchup? Giants, right now. no question. No really? Question. Giants all the way. Yeah. What do the Jets have? Braxton Berrios? Uh, what, what do the Giants have without, I mean, without Barkley? They have Darius Slayton. Who hasn't, caught, hasn't done Tate. anything since week one? Well, they've faced some tough defenses. They've had a really tough schedule, and they still do this week. After this week, it gets a lot easier for the Giants. I got news for you. The Browns are beating the Cowboys this oh weekend. Oh, my God. Book it. If that, oh. It's happening. I, I already see it. I close my eyes. I, could, I see it. Because you want to know why? The why? NFC East is destined to have a 7-9, and nine, or I'll say a 7-8-1 and one playoff team this year that is the destiny it's been decided okay. and the giants are going to lose and be owned for and still be one game or a game and a half out okay. of first place so in the nfc East. you're not so much betting for the browns as you're betting against the cowboys is that what you're telling me Jay? uh it's twofold i'm saying? betting against the cowboys but also okay. i really don't like this matchup for them this week i really Why? don't because like Why? you said sneakier Cleveland? run defense than we think and also it's true I, I think Stefanski, I think they are figuring it. They are getting better every 
week. They are feeding Chubb and Hunt every week. They're effectively using Beckham, Landry, Hooper every week. Garrett is making an impact play on defense every week. It's happening, and no one knows better of how to screw up a game than the Dallas the Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, there is someone that knows better. The Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> They're better. They well, even no, went that, to head-to-head head and proved that the they The Falcons are worse. in their own league <laughs> when it comes to that. I don't even acknowledge that because it's like in its own, own league. But book it. Browns outright victory over the Cowboys. All right. I'm not All taking right. that. Okay. I had to get my, my, I haven't talked shit about the get Cowboys at all it's last fine. week. It's I had to fine. Get it I have nothing we'll, else. We'll, we'll, we'll convene here Sunday and I'll, I will happily remind you that you booked this. All right. That's going to do it for us. See you Sunday, right? Sunday night. So we I could get in the therapeutic chair and talk about my problems. That's right. That's what all we're right. Jen, do. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll enjoy Thursday night and thank you guys for listening and uh, we'll see you in a couple of days. Bye.